Welcome to the Christian Contractor Podcast. Christian Contractor Podcast. A show created for kingdom-driven Christian contractors that are focused on scaling their business in God's name while positively impacting the world around them. If you're ready to ascend from a contractor to a purpose-driven business owner, we're here to serve you. Here's your host, Brandon Guthrie. What's up? I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs on the Christian Contractor Podcast, where it's our mission to help Christian contractors bring the passion and purpose back into their business and scale it in the name of God so that we can positively impact the world through the abundance we create together. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited to have Tom Quirk again with me of Superior Home Renovations and also Rancho Santa Margarita Calvary, uh, Rancho Santa Margarita Calvary Chapel. Thank you for being here, Tom. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's a blessing, man. It's just great to be here with you guys. Yes. Amen. Amen. Would you mind uh, opening us up in a super quick prayer? Yeah. Bless this time. Lord, we, uh, we know how, how much you desire for us to be completely surrendered. Uh, Lord, we live in a world where we're told to be completely independent, and yet you cry out for us to be completely dependent upon you. And so we're here today because we desire to be more like you, to be one with you, to be dependent upon you. Would you teach and speak and use your spirit and your truth to just work through us today in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Boom. I love it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So today, first question, I think this is on a lot of Christian contractors' hearts, is I think a lot of us struggle with putting what we do to glorify God in the limelight as something that is a bad thing. Uh, for an example, we just went to, to Mexico to build a home for a family. It was a beautiful experience. Um, and a lot of times we'll hear uh, people talking about, well, you know, you're pounding your chest about all the good you're doing in God's name. Well, uh, that's that you shouldn't do that, right? Well, okay, scripture says, well, if you, if you do something like that, I'm paraphrasing here, then that's that's your reward, right? Uh, and that's okay. So in my heart, it's okay. That's fine as long as it has further glorify the kingdom. And just by doing that one act, we already have two, three, and probably five more companies that are going to join us on this amazing mission to glorify God and impact lives and spread the gospel, be the salt and light of the earth, love our brothers and sisters, make disciples of the nations, all the commands. So to me, it's a beautiful thing. And hey, if I don't get a reward for that. Awesome. Well, if, if I get to see that happen, I think that's worth it. And then the other thing is, don't let the left hand, don't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing. And I feel like that too, right? So I personally have things I do in private, and those are the things that, right? Um, I will potentially hear, uh, "Well done, good and faithful servant," for those things. And I think all of it will, would be appreciated and is potentially a love offering, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. But let's let's unpack that. So I think a lot yeah. of Christian contractors. It's, it's a debate, right, of, well, if I do these good things, can I put it in the limelight or should I hide it? Or uh, for those Christian contractors that are impact-driven, because I know those are the people listening in right now, right. help us unpack that a little bit. Yes, those are, those are, I think those are really good, deep questions. So I think one of the biggest things is when we look at some of those terminologies, and obviously we want to apply it to our life here and now, but we also want to catch the context, right? So Jesus is walking in a world where people are wearing 
phylacteries on their head with the word of God in it. They got a piece of leather wrapped around their hand to remind them that you need to do the things of God. They're touching the uh, the symbol on the inside and outside of their door as they walk in and out so that they remember God's in the house there. There's this gigantic culture, right? From the day and the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed where everybody in your culture, everybody in your legal government, everybody in their business place, everybody in their family is doing these things that are helping them be stimulated unto holiness, be stimulated unto righteousness, right? And so in the midst of that, mm. to go where everybody's going, because everybody's going to temple, right? And to make a giant deal that you give more than the poor guy is like, obviously that's the wrong motive, right? Whereas I think, so one of the biggest things I've struggled with is as a, as a pastor, as a missionary, uh, if I talk about fasting, I find people don't even really know what I'm talking about as far as like, well, really like you still do that. Like, what is that? How does that work? Why would you do that? And then I hear that rebuke, what you're saying, right? It comes from people that says, oh, aren't you supposed to fast in private? And nobody's supposed to know. And, and I love what the Lord really said to me. One of the best kind of nuggets, uh, God said to me as I was trying to understand certain things, he said, if you don't understand a teaching, just or he said doctrine, but it just means teaching, take it to a godly family. Think of a very, very godly family and how would a father want to deal with it? He said, then you're going to understand what I want. I was like, well, let me think about that. And I think it inspires me to think that if I don't talk about fasting and I just do it in private and I hide it from everybody, what do I do with the 20 young men that are following me that have never been anybody that fast doesn't know how to do it doesn't know how to you know anything about it if, if if there there was a season in our country in america where giving was common if you went to church you just kind of had this natural idea that obviously i should be participating in this right i think that's shifting dramatically um as i went overseas there was not a standard normative to give so i remember for the first few years on the mission field i didn't ask for tithes and offerings at the church you know and, and God said, you know, he, he woke me up. He said, you're stealing from my people. And I said, well, hold on, I'm not even taking tithes and hours. How am I stealing from your people? He said, you're stealing from my people because they're not giving to you and you don't have a right to tell them not to give. And I was like, yeah, but they don't have anything. He's like, that's not your issue. That's not your job. It, 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 your job is to tell them you need to release 10% of your money unto God and God's going to bless you. And, and, and I was like, wow, that's deep, you know? And, and so there's, I think there's a need to teach things. I think there's a need to model things. Could you imagine being a contractor? And maybe there are some, don't mean to be offensive, uh, but uh, imagine, I, I can't, let me use it a different way. I can't imagine being a contractor and walking onto the job site and seeing something, one of my guys grabs something we were doing it this morning, moving some doors into another room. And I'm just going to stand there and watch them do it without grabbing an end of a door. The other thing I think is incredible is that I, when I walk into the job site, if something's not being done, if, if, there, if there's trash around and I know that's creating a dangerous work environment, first thing I want to do is start picking up everything, cleaning up everything, taking the trash out, doing the things. Because then when I look around, I, you know what happens? Immediately people start picking stuff up. If I start picking up stuff, everybody starts picking up stuff, right? And I, I think we got to take that into, into Christianity. You know, we got to live it out in a way that now if, if it's motive of heart, right? So if I do it and, and I, I like the word and I don't like the word, but I'm going to grab the word. I don't know what you meant by it, but I'm going to grab it in my way. It, I, I think limelight's an interesting word, right? So if I if I want you to see me and I want you to see what I did, uh, and you know, and I want you to glorify me, thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, then then I, then I got a problem probably, right? But but the truth be told, is you said, uh, can we put the good things that we do in front of people? Well, there's you can't do anything good, right? Without Christ, yeah. you can do 
nothing, right? And with Christ, we can do whatever God wants us to do. So if, I, if I'm if i doing it, and I think I'm doing it, and I think they're my good works, and I think you should look at me because I'm booyah, and I'm the bomb, and you should see how I'm doing it, yeah, then I've probably lost the reward for that, right? But it's not because I did something in public. It's because I think I did it, right? Whereas if I can really say, man, God was moving. It was amazing how God used our company. It was amazing how God used the finances. It, I mean, God gave us the finances. Then he used the finances. Then he blessed some people. And, and that's the key is the flow of glory really to the Lord. Because if it is, then that's just worship. That's that's not pride or arrogance or, or and certainly you get reward for that, right? The reward is, I think the father wants to reward the son who realizes that as you take all this all, all the wood out of daddy's warehouse and all of the cement out of daddy's warehouse and all the electrical and you build a house for your brother, you did a good thing. But you couldn't have done it if daddy didn't have a warehouse, right? And he didn't give you breath and he didn't give you hands and he didn't give you wisdom and he didn't wake you up this morning. And he didn't. So the key, I think, is just realizing it's 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 God allowing me to work, allowing me to have a business. I think even in the business, business life is hard for me. I, if I'm, you know, being a missionary for 27 years, a lot of places I got victory. Probably the last thing, one of the last, no, that sounds stupid last thing. One of the things God is currently working on in my life is just trusting him for finances. I, I, I've, I think I can do that in ministry in the middle of Africa. I can do that in Mexico in the middle of Seattle. Come back to South Orange County and I'm thinking, man, what I'm working two weeks ago. I was working, 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 like not taking days off. And God says to waste me when he says, Son, he said, This is a commandment. You need to take a day off. And I said, Oh, I'm not under the law, so that doesn't apply to me. And he says, Okay, hold on. This is an order. Like you want to go army on me here? Let's this is an order. You need to take a day off. I fought for two hours about it. But man, as I took the day off, of course, I got blessed out of my socks because when we do what God says, we get blessed out of our socks, right? And so the surrender of business for an entrepreneurial, dominant, strong-minded, you know, leadership type, wow, that's really hard. To say it's not my business is easy. To say it's God's business is easy. To really live in such a way where God gets all the glory, that's a little more challenging. Amazing, amazing for us for the Christian contractors listening in now. I'm sure they've had the battle with those with these similar questions, and you know, it's like, where, where's your heart, right? Where's the intent? Where's the motive? And that's that's what all kind of kind of lies out and simplifies down to. Is that what you? Is that fair to say? Yes. Did, am, I, am I doing it so they see me, or am I doing it so they see the Lord? You know, really, which is which is what? And and you know, there's only really two people that know the answer to that. In all reality, is you and God, right? And, and, and so that's, I think 99% of everything I see in the Bible comes down to that simplicity. It's uh Hey, I can, I can, you know, serve, teach, minister, give, if I'm doing it to be seen, not really going to get anything for that. If, if I'm doing it to bring glory to God, if I'm doing that to bless my brother, if I'm doing that to be an encouraging example, if I'm doing then God's blessed by it. Right. Mm. So good. So good. Amen. So for Christian contractors listening in now, I know a lot of you are impact driven uh, and maybe you have uh, that, uh, that question on your heart. And I pray that brings you that, that clarity and wisdom that you needed to hear today. And next, I wanted to hop into just uh, taking the opportunity to glorify God, to worship God. Amen. What did happen when we were able to go there to Mexico together? 
Um, and just like, like you were saying, it wasn't us. It was God equipping us. It was the, the air in our lungs, the business that we had, the colleagues that we've met through those crazy, uh, you know, encounters that we know have been God lining things up all along, you know? So, you know, it's all of those things put together. So I'd love to talk a little bit about what we just did yeah. uh, and what, what God just did. Yeah. There we go. I, I think that and, was amazing. Uh, the reason for that is I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I, I, I thought it was uh, amazing. Um, probably one of the keynote experiences of the year for some really unusual reasons um because i'm a pastor and and everybody that works for me goes to my church so even at work i'm kind of in a church environment if you will um i found myself in an environment of a lot of people that maybe weren't christian or maybe they were new christians or maybe they were christians with a freedom that maybe i can was struggling with so i don't, I don't I, i'm not sure how i classify that but I, I thought it was at first i was uncomfortable then God said, just seek me in the middle of it all. Right. And, and, and so it's kind of funny because as a, as a boss or as a pastor, I kind of usually have a plan and a direction and I, I'm in authority and I get to make the decisions. And here we are, we're just trying to follow another team. And it was really good for me. And um, what was exciting is in all the places that I didn't imagine God opened doors you know, I didn't want to be the guy. I didn't want to be the pastor preaching. Right. So all of a sudden God brings a gal in as we were out handing out beans and rice. And I'm like, and God tells me, uh, that girl's got a song on her heart. And I'm like, ah. so I say to her in Spanish, Hey, God says you got a song on her heart. She goes, Oh no, I don't, you know, I, I'm like, come on, come on. It's singing. It's, and then that thing just broke loose. And I remember watching, uh, Blake start crying. And, uh, and I was just thinking, you know, Lord, uh, I don't have to worry. You know, you're able to minister to anybody, anywhere, through anybody you want to. The key is to be surrendered in the workplace, to be surrendered in the ministry place, because there is no difference between the two. Be surrendered in my marriage. Be surrendered as a parent. To Lord, what are you trying to do and how do I partner with you? How do I koinonia with you? How do I do this in oneness with you? And I seen the Lord move in, in places and in ways that I could have, I could have given you nine reasons why I wouldn't have done it that way. And yet in the middle of how it was working, God was working. And, and that's when I got excited and I just started trying to flow with it. Right. Okay. So God wants to move. So how do I, how do I let that happen? How do I be part of that? Mm, mm, yeah, it was so good. It was so good that, uh, yeah, so to, to to clarify, to add clarity to that, it uh, it was an amazing experience. And uh, what we did, we headed down to Ensenada, Mexico, Baja, California, and uh, we were were blessed to connect with Toby. And uh, yeah. Toby owns Woodowis Painting, um, and he he kind of connected with Baja Bound. Uh, we had a we had Graham from uh, Canada, Revive Painting, yes. uh, Force Home Builders. Uh, that is Ian. Uh, so multiple contractors coming together to go to Mexico um, to to build a home for a family that um, and uh, they're from they're indigenous. They're, most most of these individuals are indigenous uh, in the Mexico area, um, and they previously they work up through the ranks of being able to uh, first they're, they're living in what seems to be like a horse stable. Um, and then they 
they save up their pennies, making I believe something around the, around the lines of seven dollars a day, um, and eventually allowing them to purchase a, lo- a little piece of land. Um, and on that piece of land, they they save up or they really they were I'm sure they were saving up their pennies, uh, but then that's where Baha Bound stepped in and said, "We want to bless you." Um, and well, God stepped in and said that they, that God wanted to bless them. Amen. Um, and Baja Bound was a conduit for that. And, um, we were able to build a little, uh, a little cute home for the family. Um, uh, you know, going from sleeping on dirt floors to, uh, you know, having a home with a roof, with a door that locks insulation, a window, um, foundation instead of, you know, and electricity. So yeah. whatever devices they have, they'll not have electricity. Um, and that was, it was an amazing experience. And we came out there to, to bless the family. And what I always say is that we ended up being the ones that were the, the people that were blessed most of all. And yes. isn't that biblical Yeah, <laughs> that the giver is the one that's always, always blessed. And, uh, it was amazing. And Tom, uh, Tom and I got connected and, uh, God really worked through our, our connection and, uh, we ended up inviting Tom. Tom actually ended up driving us down there. Um, and not only that, but um, uh, translating for us in so many instances, that was a huge game changer. And then not only that, just um, spreading the good word. And, and at key moments when it was so impactful, we had a couple of, like you were saying, we walked up to uh, the the woman in the wheelchair. We're just walking around, right? Kind of, kind of nonchalant. Uh, and we turn the corner and there's a woman in a wheelchair in the middle of her little patio there. Um, and, and she, she had one leg in a wheelchair and, um, you walk up to her and yeah, exactly what you said there. And she said something like, Hey, you see me in a wheelchair, but, uh, we're blessed and victorious and we're not, we're not stopping and praising God around here. So that was, that was amazing. And I think we're potentially experiencing a little internet technical difficulty here, uh, but I'll I'll kind of keep going on that. Which it was a beautiful experience, amazing experience. I just want to say shout out to Toby for putting that together in Baja Bound, and um, my prayer is that um, we'll band together with many Christian contractors and continue to do this beautiful work that that we're blessed to be able to do and be vehicles for God and the impact that we're seeing here in, in Mexico. And as Tom works on getting his internet connection uh, back up and running, that's the, uh, the enemy trying to cut us off, just divide and divide, divide and conquer. Um, yeah, it, for the Christian contractors listening in right now, um, I hope this brings a little bit of clarity for you. I know that was a question that's on my heart. I mean, um, you know, for, we want to do things to glorify God, and and sometimes we hear things that like um, you potentially shouldn't be posting about this content or telling anyone about this um, because then you're just boasting about what you did and. I think it really comes down to your heart and where where your true intent is. And like Tom was saying, it's between you and God that truly knows that. 
Um, and if you truly, truly, truly have the desire to please our Lord, then I think you and I know that you're going to make the right decision and make it about him doing it, not that it was you doing it and giving him all the glory. So um, Tom is still working on getting his internet connection going. I think we're Riverside sometimes can Riverside FM or podcast platform sometimes can be a bit of a challenge with the internet, but um, regardless, we continue on. We're still blessed and victorious as the lady in the wheelchair, the beautiful angel in the wheelchair said, and we're blessed and victorious. You don't stop, see us stop stopping praising God around here. So for Christian contractors listening in right now, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and uh, I can't wait to have Tom on for more topics. Uh, you know, Tom is a residential contractor in Southern California, in Orange County. He's got boots on the ground. He knows the struggles. He knows the pain of what it's what it is to be a contractor. And I love that he's going to bring, he's also a senior pastor at Rancho Santa Margarita Calvary Chapel. So he's merging those two together and he's able to take where we're at and our business is struggling and say, and bring what the Bible, you know, instructing what the Bible is instructing us to do in those moments. Cause the Bible is the ultimate instruction manual for life. Right. So I'm super excited to have Tom on for more episodes to give us more insights as we go through our day-to-day grind. Uh, ideally, uh, obviously, we don't want to see it as a grind. We want to see it as a blessing. And there's other mindset shifts that we can start talking about. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to taking some really great mindset tools and tying it to scripture and biblical principles that can help you turn your day-to-day grind, quote-unquote, into a major blessing, into joy every single day, no matter what's happening, no matter if the house is on fire or not, right? Um, so I'm super blessed and super excited to continue to bring Tom on and, and, and dissect those those different challenges and bounce it off of what scripture says uh, and what biblical principles say. So on that note, um, you guys can find Tom if you go to Rancho Santa Margarita Calvary Chapel um, and you can also find Tom at Superior Renovation, Home Renovation. Uh, you can Google him, Southern California. He's an awesome guy. If you ever need prayer, you just want to connect, reach out to him. Um, and the the next thing that you could do is, of course, reach out to him on Facebook um, or join us in Mexico on the next project. We'd love to have you. All we want to do is glorify God. Let him, let us be the hands and feet of Jesus, be the light, salt and light of the earth and create disciples of the nations as we've been commanded. Um, so thank you, Christian contractors, for tuning in today. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode.